You are listening to the Supermama's Getting Tired podcast. I'm your host, Tori Henderson, and this is episode 158. All links and show notes can be found by going to lifecoachingforparents.com slash 158. Welcome to the Supermom is Getting Tired podcast. This show is designed for moms who invest everything into parenting, but get overwhelmed, lost, and resentful. Listen and learn how to unburden yourself, feel calm, full of energy, and in control. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach, Teacher, and Recovering Supermom, Tori Henderson. Hello, Supermoms. Happy New Year. Welcome back. Wait, no, I'm back. (laughs) You've been here all the time. I'm the one who's been gone, and now I am returning. And today's episode, I wanted to talk to you about where I've been and where I am planning to go in 2024 when it comes to this podcast. It has been quite a journey this year. I have been taking my own coaching, (laughs) my own advice into my own life and hoping and trusting that it was leading me in a direction that felt good. It was a little nerve wracking at times, just sort of abandoning my podcast. And I haven't been posting in the Super Mom is Getting Tired Facebook group. I haven't been sending newsletters or if you've been following me, you know, they're few and far between. And people have been asking me, Tori, where are you? I miss you. And thank you for that. It has been an interesting year. I really wanted, well, I just was listening to my body compass. I just didn't know why I didn't want to work. Every time I sat down to my computer, my energy just drained right out of me. I was like, oh, I don't want to blog or podcast or post on social media or even the webinars and the challenges and all the fun things I used to love to do, suddenly I didn't want to do it anymore. I call 2023 my victory lap (laughs) after 24 years of raising kids and being very responsible and prioritizing everyone else's needs and working a part-time job, growing a full-time business, parenting full-time. I think I got burned out, especially with COVID. There was, I felt like the only thing to do was work. So I worked a ton during COVID and I just kind of got burned out. Now I never got burned out on coaching my clients. That always feels like play to me and it still remains to be so, but I got tired of sitting at my computer. And so 2023 for me was all about play and taking the pressure off to be responsible and take care of everyone else and just reconnect with who I was before I became a mom. This emptiness that I was so dreading suddenly feels very glorious. So today I wanted to talk about clarity. I don't want you to go further into 2024 without clarity because clarity is super powerful. And by that, I mean mental and emotional clarity. I know how important clarity is because I have been without it for the last year. I've been trusting my gut and following my intuition or whatever 
if it feels good, I did it. And if it was draining to my energy, I avoided it. And I just hoped that it was going to lead me in, in the right direction. And it was great fun, but I ended the year without a lot of clarity. I thought, okay, this has been great, but what's next? What's 2024 going to be about? I don't know. Am I going to keep doing this? I'm going to revamp my podcast. Am I going to kind of coach different people? You know, my interest in parenting was so often self-motivated. Like I kind of, when I was trying to puzzling through things, that became a blog topic. When I was trying to figure things out, or I'd read a book about parenting and I had this sort of living, breathing experiment, science experiment in my everyday life. And for the last year, I have not had any kids in my household. And so I thought, is this mean I'm going to switch my niche and my focus? And I just didn't know. And so at the beginning of the year, I said, I am ready for clarity. And so if you are feeling like you too are ready for some clarity of what do I need? What do I want? What's next for me? How do I feel better? Then today's podcast is for you. Because mental and emotional clarity feels amazing. It is one of the greatest gifts that we can give ourselves. But when you are surrounded by other people's needs, opinions, personalities, demands, and desires, self-clarity is a difficult thing to access. When we feel clear, we know who we are, what we want, we know what our values are, what's important to us, It makes it easy to set goals for ourselves and to get into alignment with our own integrity. Mental and emotional clarity helps us feel connected to ourselves like the highest version of ourselves. And it helps us feel connected to others. We feel grateful for what we have. We feel content with our lives. If I could put clarity in a pill, I would give it to all of my clients and friends. Clarity feels wonderful. It's like sitting in the driver's seat of your life. You have a destination. You can enter it right there into your GPS and your car. You put your destination in the map. You know where you're going. You also, not only do you know where you're going, but you know how to get there. You have the power to steer your life in the direction that you want it to go in and you're in control. It is a beautiful, beautiful thing. So how do you get it if you don't have it? Well, I don't want you to go further into 2024 without this magic pill, okay? Because unless you had a fabulous year and you're just gonna, you want it to repeat. If you just want 2024 to be a repeat of 2023, then you can coast. But if you want to be anything to be different, you want to start the year with clarity. So this is the four-step process that I've been using lately to help me get some much-desired clarity as I enter 2024. Number one, retreat. Take time away from the noisy, self-absorbed people in your life. I love your children, but they are self-absorbed, okay? That is their job. They're supposed to be. It's developmentally appropriate. But other people are self-absorbed. If you look at it that way, we're all sort of self-absorbed because your boss has 
her own agenda for what she wants out of your time and attention. Your parents have their own agenda of how they think you should spend your life. Your partner, your dog, your siblings, and social media all have an opinion about what you should be doing with your time. So you want to take some time away and retreat from these loud, self-absorbed people or entities so that you can hear your own voice. We don't want to listen to the shoulds of what you should want with your life. We want to listen to what you actually want right now. Physically move away from these voices. Go to a library. My favorite thing, check into a hotel for a couple nights by yourself. Drive your car to a park with a nice view. Someplace devoid of clutter. Okay, I don't want you parking in front of a dumpster. I want you to park in front of something that doesn't have any mental clutter for you to look at. Something that's in harmony and balance. A chapel, an art gallery, a furniture store. I don't care. Get some peace and quiet so that you can hear your own thoughts and needs and desires. That is step number one retreat. That's kind of what I did this last year in 2023. It wasn't just about me traveling to Italy and and taking these trips, but it was really a chance to step away from what I've been doing so that I can figure out what I want to be doing. If I can retreat from the everyday, because when you're in the everyday, you're so busy, you don't really get, it's hard to reflect, which is number two, which is reflect. You've got to look back. Okay. I hate to say you've got to. I highly recommend before you look forward that you look backwards in the rear view mirror. Look at 2023. What were your proudest accomplishments? What did you achieve that you're so proud of? What were the highlights? What was your happiest moments? Also, take a look at what were the worst parts that you do not want a repeat of. Notice the negative, but use this exercise of reflecting to practice celebrating all the good. If you're like me, <laughs> maybe you're like me and that we suck at celebrating the good. We're, I'm kind of really good at focusing on what's not good and what I, where I need to, I'm not measuring up and I should be better and I'm not good enough and blah, blah, blah. All that inadequacy that's pervasive for women in our culture. You want to force yourself to celebrate. Hey, I did a good job. I mean, for me, like I made my dream come true of this prolonged workcation in Europe. And it was you know, everything, getting the kids launched out of the house. I mean, that's a huge victory for which I celebrate on the daily. You know, just find all the things for me, like packing up my house, decluttering, selling the primary home we lived in for 24 years. Like that was a big accomplishment. Simplifying our lives, really trying to spend more time in nature and not, I don't know, Stay busy, not stay busy, but just to really create more time, downtime, relaxation time, time for relationships, like all that. I want to celebrate that, right? So look back on your life and notice the good that you created, that you can celebrate and give yourself a pat on the back. 
It is just too easy to think about the negative. You've got to force yourself to focus on the good things. Give yourself credit for what you created that last year. Feel grateful for yourself and all the hard work that you did to keep your family afloat because from that state of gratitude, success, accomplishment, satisfaction, and self-pride, that is the energy with which you want to move forward in the 2024, okay? Look at what a powerful creator I am. Look at what I made happen. Of course, I can make whatever I want to have happen in 2024. Now, I can hear you guys argue my head, but Tori, I didn't make it happen. I said I was going to lose 10 pounds and I didn't. I said I was going to work out three days a week and I didn't. Okay. Do not focus on that. Focus on what was the worst part of your year and the best part of your year. What are you proud of? Okay. And then you're going to take this satisfaction, the self pride, into 2024 and do a current assessment of your life. Where you want at now? We want to take like a little like thermostat reading. Where is mama? <laughs> it, you know, where is she in balance? Where is she out of balance? Where is she fulfilled? Where is she out of whack? Or, you know, just we're going to take a look. So the tool I use to do this is called a life balance wheel. You can go into the Facebook group, Superwoman's Getting Tired. I will post it in there. You can shoot me an email, tori at lifecoachingforparents.com. I'll send you a life balance wheel, okay? So it's like a little pie chart. You're going to divide it up into categories. And you're going to rate each category of your life on a scale of one to 10 based on how fulfilling this area of your life is. If you get a 10, that means it's very rewarding and satisfying. If you give it a one, that means it's neglected or really out of whack or non-existent, okay? So you want to go through each category and rank it somewhere on a scale of one to 10. Self-care. Hello, there it is again. It just keeps haunting you. (laughs) Self-care and health. Healthing, okay? Scale one to 10. Where are you at right now, today? when it comes to fulfilled or neglected. Number two, your social life, your feeling of belonging to a community, your sense of belonging uh, socially. Number three, wealth, finances, your relationship with your money. Number four, kids and family. So a lot of us who are parenting in the trenches, this is often like a nine or a 10, like it's very fulfilling it takes up a lot of time, attention. It is a dominant piece of pie. The next one often gets neglected. That's number five, which is the romance relationships piece of the pie. Rank it on a scale one to 10. Where are you at today? Number six, your physical environment, your home. Number seven, your career. Number eight, your fun and recreation. Number nine, your spirituality. If you don't have a connection with the divine, I like to think about this as your connection with your spirit, like what makes you feel like you, okay? And number 10, uh, contribution to society. Do you feel like you're contributing, making the world a better place? So if you go through these 10 different 
categories and rate them on a scale of one to 10, it's going to give you a really good barometer for where you are now and what will help bring you back into balance. You can't focus on all those areas at once, right? Like if you try to be perfect, a perfect 10 in every area of your life, you're going to go crazy and you're going to feel super inadequate and all the while. That's perfectionism. We don't expect you to be perfect 10 in every area, every day of your life from birth to death. Okay. That's just not being human. You want to pick one of your lower scoring areas, two if you must, and make that your focus for 2024. You can use a daily journal writing practice to keep tabs on yourself, reflecting on what lights you up, what you're interested in, what's fun, what's not fun, what's boring, what makes you tired but wired, what makes you invigorated and full of vibrancy. It's the daily reflecting that is so powerful. So you want to look back. When were you happiest today? What was the best moment of your day? Write it down. Keep tabs of it in your journal. What are you avoiding? Keep tabs of that in your journal. One of the favorite apps I like is this called How We Feel app. And it actually tracks your emotions. If you use it, let's say you set a timer three times a day, you go into the app, it's like, hey, how are you feeling? (laughs) And it helps you pick uh, an emotion that's really right for you. It gives you definitions and descriptive. It's really great. Most of my clients have heard me talk about it, but it also tracks your emotions over time. So if you can look at like, gosh, every day at lunch, I'm feeling tired, but every night at 9 p.m., I'm feeling energized. Huh, what's that about? So you can use it to kind of track your emotions. But the important thing is that you are paying attention to you, that you've got some valuable information in order to focus and make decisions and give you clarity on what is next. And creating this ritual of reflection, tuning inward, writing in a journal, filling out an app, paying attention to you, this is the most important and valuable habit to have clarity if you want to have clarity going forward, okay? So number one is retreat. Number two is reflect. Number three is relationships. When our relationships aren't healthy, it is a huge supermom kryptonite. We bite our tongues. We have conversations inside our heads. We have things left unsaid. We feel guilty. We feel inadequate. We feel angry and frustrated. It is a huge drain on our energy. So cleaning up our relationships, especially with those that we live with and see on a daily basis, our children, our partners, our friends, our parents, our coworkers, It is so important when striving for clarity. Nothing is more valuable than having harmonious relationships, especially with those you see every day. So when you can clean up these relationships with others, it helps you kind of clear out the mental clutter so that you can build that relationship with yourself. Now, sometimes the relationship that is neglected is the relationship that we have with ourselves, with our spirit. And maybe that's what needs to come first before you can connect with others. Maybe that's the big missing piece. 
But don't assume that other people need to change in order for you to be at peace in your relationships. I help people every day accept their loved ones for who they are, stop wishing they were different so that they can love and accept them unconditionally. This is an inside job and a worthwhile one. However, mamas, I want to warn you, sometimes we use relationship drama as a decoy to avoid looking at our own life and kind of taking charge of it. So like worrying about our teenagers' grades or being annoyed at your crazy coworkers can sometimes provide a handy distraction if you are a little afraid to look forward into 2024 and you are a little like not quite ready to have clarity and control and sit in the driver's seat of your life, then sometimes we are hesitant to clean up our relationships because they sort of keep us stuck and stagnant. And it might be masking a fear of like, oh God, the empty nest is coming soon and I don't know what to do with myself. So working on these things simultaneously is really valuable. Cleaning up the relationships, connecting with yourself, And then moving on to step four on our quest for clarity. All right, so step one, retreat. Step two, reflect. Step three, relationships with ourselves and others. And step four is readying. Readying is getting yourself ready for the next step. Once you know who you are and what you want and you've done that reflection, then it's time to ready yourself. To, and by that, I mean to find the people who can teach you the skills you need to learn. Do you know someone who has a good relationship with their hot mess of a teenager? That might be just the parent you need to talk to to learn how to love unconditionally these teens, right? If you want to save your marriage, hanging out with your recently divorced friends might not be the best people to source. They might not be the people to get you ready. Everything you ever want to know is available to you. Knowledge is available. We have books, we have podcasts, we have teachers, we have classes, we have everything. You just sometimes need to do a little bit of legwork to find the right teacher and the right instruction. But gaining instruction, training, knowledge is going to give you clarity. Are you wondering how to return to work after a 10-year hiatus? There are books on this topic that will give you a map. And as you're reading the book, you're going to get insights, aha moments, inspirations, that the more knowledge and instruction you acquire is going to give you more clarity. Are you interested in exploring like passive income products and maybe like finding out what that's all about? Well, put your search into Instagram and the magic of the algorithm will suddenly drop ideas into your newsfeed. You're going to get the algorithm that will send people to you. You don't even have to go looking for them, okay? Anything, anything you want to know, just put it in your social media algorithm. Ask Siri about it and you'll see ads for it and pop up on Facebook. Life coaches usually coach on areas that they struggled with and overcame. 
So life coaches are an incredible resource. If you want to lose weight, reinvent your life after raising kids, stop yelling at your children, whatever, life coaches are well set up for to give you that instruction, that knowledge, and that be that kind of coach to help you kind of hold your hand and sometimes kick you in the butt as you're crossing over into that new destination, getting you to where you want to be, okay? Get quality training from someone who has done what you want to do. Many people will wait for clarity and inspiration to come to them. That's basically what I did in 2023. I had so much fun, but all the while I'm like, where is this going? (laughs) What's next for me? I don't know. I had a lot of fun, but I did not have clarity. And it wasn't until I started consuming information then, and like I could observe and study, then that is where I got the map for what I'm going to go next. And I'm going to tell you where this podcast is going and what the direction is going to be for me. Um, but I did it when I was following my dream to like travel and work abroad because I didn't know anybody who had done what I wanted to do. And the only reason I knew I wanted to do it is because I was obsessed with international house hunters and watched it every day, one every morning, religiously during COVID lockdowns. And I was so obsessed. So I started listening to podcasts and trying to find people who were working abroad, kind of digital nomads, you know, workcations, this kind of thing. I subscribed to YouTube channels. I joined Facebook groups. I was looking for people who weren't retired, but weren't 20 somethings either, you know, it's people who are my age who are doing this. I took notes on different ways to find reliable internet and low cost Airbnbs. I learned about travel health insurance and currency exchange rates. I talked with people who travel 51% of the year and to save money. And I talked to people who are 100% nomadic to kind of see, like, does that sound like me? Is that what I want? You know, some conversations were exciting and inspiring and others were very clear, like, nope, definitely don't want to be 100% nomadic. That doesn't feel right. So the more information I consumed, the clearer my plan became. And when you have a clear plan, it's so much easier to take action and to take those steps forward. So last year, I had this clear plan for traveling and working abroad, and that's still going forward. But I was really stuck on what to do with my business and this podcast. And so I put these four practices into place of retreat, reflect, relationships, and readying. And now, because I've been consuming some information, I'm getting that inspiration. I'm getting that clarity that I want when it comes to what to do with my business. The best predictor of the future is the relevant past. So if you want a repeat of last year, then just coast. You don't have to, it's like driving your car without needing to put it in anything into the GPS because you know you're going home, you're driving to school, you're driving to the grocery store. It's on automatic pilot. You don't have to think about it and you'll end up getting a repeat of last year. Not a problem if that's what you want. But if you want to go to a different destination, 
If there's anything you want to change, it's time to sit in the driver's seat of your life, program your GPS into the destination you want to go in, learn more about this destination, and pay close attention to how you're going to get there, right? So retreat, get away from the noisy, opinionated people, reflect what's working for you, what isn't working for you. Pay attention every day to what lights you up and follow that thread. Write in a journal. I cannot tell you how valuable that is Know to help you know who you are and what you want. Number three, relationships. Make sure relationship drama isn't weighing you down. Clean them up so that you can connect with and improve the relationship with yourself. And number four is readying. It's time. Time to study, learn some new skills from qualified people who have been where you want to go. This is how you will get clarity in your life. And the clarity will give you purpose, direction, enthusiasm, and satisfaction. If you go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash 10Q, it's going to send you 10 daily questions to ask yourself. Five questions in the morning. Start your day this way. Five questions in the evening. Reflect back. If you do these 10 questions every day, you will have clarity about where you're going and what you want and how to get there. But I will also make sure that you get a life balance wheel if you sign up there. So speaking of clarity going forward, I want to tell you what I've decided about the future of this podcast. I have decided that I cannot predict the future. (laughs) That I've been doing this podcast, let's see, I started in 2019. I think I started blogging in 2012, maybe. So what I can guarantee is that I am not making a commitment, a long-term commitment, but because I feel like the world is changing, I am changing, freaking AI is changing. I don't know what the future is for you, me, our country, or humanity. So I can commit to not making any long-term commitments, but I'm super excited about what I'm doing in the short term. So the next nine podcast episodes are going to be about the nine different Enneagram types. I did a deep and obsessive dive on the Enneagram during my retreat (laughs) hiatus, and I consumed a bunch of information about it. And what I love about the Enneagram and all really all personality typologies is that it helps moms, especially parents, all of us, increase compassion and understanding of ourselves and our families. I have heard so many moms like beat themselves up. Why can't I be like this other mom? She has her act together. She's so calm and relaxed and her house is always clean and she likes to do crafts with her kids. Well, when we do that compare and despair, I find it really helpful to focus on personality types. That mom you're envying was wired, may have been wired differently than you. Or maybe not. Maybe that's a sign of something that you want too. But it's about respecting and appreciating that we're not all the same people. We have different personality types. We have different motivations. And that's what the Enneagram is really about, is what motivates you. So if you struggle with motivation, you're going to love the next nine episodes. But I'm also going to talk about your teenagers, kids, 
Enneagram types, I can't promise that they have evolved. Some kids, it's really obvious from a very young age, and some it takes until adulthood to really be able to identify it. But I'm going to talk about the Enneagram when it comes to teenagers, because you might see some of these personality types. And if you're doing a compare and despair, like, why can't my teenager be like that teenager over there? Then you're going to love doing a deep dive in the Enneagram types with me. So it's going to help you with step three and four of gaining clarity and readying yourself because it's going to We're going to do a deep dive with learning and the purpose of improving our relationships with ourselves and with our kids by studying personality types. So I am super excited. I'm going to give you examples of which supermom kryptonite is most likely to plague each number on the Enneagram. Uh, What's maybe wearing you out? Like if you're tired and you're like, how come this wears me out, but it doesn't wear out my sister who's also parenting three kids, right? How come she's not bothered by it? Then I am. Then it might be an Enneagram thing. And so we're going to learn about it. And then we'll talk about how to parent your teenager based on their personality type that might be showing through. Because again, It comes back to motivation. How to motivate your teen is going to depend on their Enneagram type. So it's going to be great fun and super helpful to you. So keep your eyes posted for that. So that's the next nine episodes. I also have some interviews I want to do. I just found some really great, fascinating people that I think you would enjoy hearing from. So I will be around for the next couple months and I am very excited about it. If you have any requests of what you'd like to hear on the podcast, you can always go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash record my question, little hyphens between those words, and let me know what is bugging you? What do you want to know about? What do you want to hear about? Because I can always make room for those Q&A podcasts. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'm super excited to get back into the swing of things because when I did my life balance wheel, I was at eights, nines, and tens for everything I neglected when I was parenting my kids. Like my real romance, my relationship, my health has never been better. I feel like connected to community and I'm making new friends and I've got fun and recreation coming out of my ears. But the areas I scored low on was the career and the money and the contribution to society, which I feel like I get through life coaching. And so it was so much fun to do this victory lap and kind of pay attention to all those areas I've neglected while raising kids for 24 years. And now I feel ready to put some time and energy back into career and contribution and stuff because I got a really lovely break from it. So We're never going to be perfect, but we always can strive for that balance and not beat ourselves up for when we fall out of balance, right? Just use it as information, get clarity so that you can make 2024 your best year yet. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much, super moms. I have missed you and now I will love you and leave you and I will see you again soon. Want a free life coaching session? 
Go to lifecoachingforparents.com and schedule yours today. And thank you so much for listening. I would love it if you would subscribe and share these podcasts with your friends. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on the air, go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash record my question and you can send me a voicemail recording or write me an email and I'll answer it on the air. Thanks again. Have a great day.